What up, Wholesale Chameleon family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. And today I got a, um, I got him to come on. He's from California. I'm going to have him share with you guys how he closed his first deal. Just recently happened in May 2019 for $2,500. And uh, the reason why we do this, you guys, is to help motivate, inspire those of you who haven't got your first wholesale deal done to let you know that it is possible and it's possible for you. You just need to put in the W-O-R-K to get it done and stay committed, all right? So anyways, put your hand, put your thumbs together, and throughout this interview, if you guys find any value, I want you to do two things, man, and be real and give it to me like it is. One, you find any value out of this, smash the thumbs up for me, and if you haven't subscribed to the channel, I don't know what you're waiting for, smash that subscribe button, join the family. This is for the hustler, for the one that's going to willing to take their life in control, put in the work, and to take their life and business to a whole nother level. This, is, this channel is not for the lazy ass that sits around wishing, hoping, and praying, and complaining about life. It's for the one that's getting ready to get it done, man. And, um, and, and if you can't find any value throughout this video, smash the thumbs down. That's all I want, man. So um, help me welcome Lo, uh, Lalo from California. What up, buddy? What up, Kwan? Hey, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Big time. Dude, no problem, man. Thank you so much. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Uh, for those of you who recently closed your first wholesale deal, um, if you want to jump on an interview, I would love to have you on. Um, email me your full name. Email me, um, you know, uh, email me and send me a picture. Show me the money. Send me a picture of the checks over to wholesale to millions, wholesale to millions at gmail.com. Or you can uh, follow me on Instagram, go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G, dot like a period, W-T-M. Um, and you can also DM me uh, the picture there as well. Um, so, Lalo, I'm going to have you take it over, man. I want you to share with everybody your stories first, dude. I want to know the story, the dirt, and then how you got into real estate and obviously, obviously leading to your first wholesale deal, bro. Yeah, so I don't know how, how far back you want me to go, Kong, but... Um, so yeah, my name is Lalo from Madera, California. Everybody knows Fresno. So I'm like 30 minutes from Fresno. That's where Madera is at. Um, but I started before real estate, I was doing door to door sales and for about four or five years for a solar company. And one of my buddies I was working with me, he was, we we're talking to a homeowner, homeowner said, Hey, can't sell my, I can't get solar because I'm looking to sell my house. And my buddy next to me got super excited and he's like, Oh, okay, perfect. Perfect. Let me get your information. I was like, why'd you get so excited, man? Like, we can't sell him solar. He's like, no, I'm going to wholesale it. I was like, wholesale? What's that? So my buddy that was working with me introduced me to wholesale. Started watching YouTube videos and whatnot. And then I got introduced to you. A couple other guys started watching. I bought your script. And ever since then, I was just dabbling with it, to be honest with you. This is about eight, nine months ago. Um, I bought Jalen White's course. I got yours. I got a couple others. And I was just like, analysis paralysis. I was like, no, let me focus on solar. I don't want to be bouncing around. So long story short, it comes eight, nine months later. And I was like, you know what? Let me jump back into it. So I started uh, just pounding the phone, doing for sale by owner, putting up bandit signs, trying to do a bunch of different things. And uh, that's how I got this deal was a for sale by owner. Now I have more of a system in place. But when I originally tried it, I was like, man, let me just do the Fizbo on Zillow. And I was just making a bunch of, a bunch of different offers. So that's how I got introduced to real estate. One of my buddies when I was going door to door with them. Wow, bro. Wow. So wait, so your buddy also worked at a solar company, but he also does wholesaling on the side? Yeah. So he started doing it way before me and he had like two or three deals 
and I had no clue what he was doing. I was like, man, it must take a lot of money to, to invest in real estate. And little did I know. Yeah. So, so, so he didn't tell you about the whole wholesaling thing until like, no, he kept it a secret from me. I was like, wait, wait, you got to tell me this stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, so, so, so he discovered wholesale. He closed a few deals already, but still haven't told you about wholesaling. Right. Right. Maybe that's because uh, you haven't asked him. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so, uh, okay. So it took you, so it took you nine or eight or nine months until to, before you, before you get your first deal. Right. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Okay. So now I want to ask you is that, um, I want to ask you is that when you were working, so when you were working for the solar company, I mean, what triggered you dude? like, what triggered you to, you know, to, to obviously tr try and find a new path or uh, a new business. So the main thing that triggered me was I started going to a lot of events networking and I seen a lot of the top guys were in real estate. So I was like, man, if, if real estate's where it's at for long-term wealth, um, let me look into it more. So that's what piqued my interest a little bit more. And then door-to-door -door sales for solar, you know, it's cool and all pays the bills, but it was not a long-term thing that I want to do for my future. So that's what got more of my attention to get into real estate. Gotcha, man. Okay. So, uh, Lalo, let's, uh, jump into your, uh, first deal, man. So it's for sale by owner. Yeah. For sale by owner. So like I said, I started eight, nine months ago, but like I, I dabbled with it. So I took it serious about three weeks a month ago is when I went all in I put everything else aside and I just started pounding the phone this one was actually in Colorado and uh, it was in the outskirts of Colorado it was Las Animas which I had no clue any anything about that um, and this lady she was asking 55,000 for it so I was like okay we can try to make a deal out of this but it needed a lot of work um, when I was talking to her I was following your script all that good stuff and I was like man this is gonna be tough I have to get it at least 30 right because the ARV was a hundred and it needed about $40,000 in repair. So in my assignment, I wanted to make at least 5,000. So I, I needed to lock it up at 25,000, I believe. And uh, yeah, so that's where it was at. We were going back and forth and you know, she was just not motivated to sell at 25. She needed the 55 and we started negotiating down and uh, yeah, and, and it, it just worked. I, I locked it up under contract for 25,000 after going back and forth for a couple of days. And I was like, great, now I got to find a buyer out there. I was like, who am I going to find in, in Las Animas, Colorado? So I locked it up for 30 days and I started calling realtors on realtor.com. And I was like, hey, do you have any cash buyers? You know, I, I have, um, or do you work with any cash buyers? And a lot of them were saying no. There was only like two or three realtors in that uh, specific city because it's so small and nobody had anybody. So I was like, man, how can I find a cash buyer? I called some buddies, nobody had anything. Facebook groups, nothing. Like it's literally, and in the outskirts, like this is a small town where there's not much people. I was like, man, that's going to be tough. So I called, there's two or three title companies in that city. And I called the title company and I told them, Hey, I have this deal. I'm sure you deal with a lot of cash buyers. Is there any way you could introduce me to them? And I have a deal. He asked me, what's the deal? And, uh, and I gave him the spill and he's like, okay, give me, you know, one or two days. If I call you back, it's because I have good news. If I don't call you back, it's because I don't have any news. I was like, okay, perfect. You know, worth a shot. Kept, kept dialing. Two days later, he calls me back. He's like, hey, Lalo, um, I have a buyer. I'm like, okay, perfect. And then he's like, yeah, but he doesn't want to do the um, 30000 that you're asking for. He wants to be at twenty five. And I'm like, oh, man, that's what I got it under contract for. So I was like, you know what, man, the bare minimum that I need to be at is 28 or else, you know, I, I, I can't make it work. 
And he's like, okay, I'll call you back. Another day, the next day, he's like, yep, you got a deal, 28000 he's ready to go. So, and, and I gave the title company $500 finder's fee. So that's where I got the, the $2,500 from. Wow. Okay, dude. Okay, man. I got a lot of question. I got a lot of question on this deal for you, bro. But man, way to hustle and make a move, man. Um, so my first question to you is that why not, why not in your market, but you went all the way to like Colorado, dude? Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that's a good question. And I was looking at my market. So California, it's super expensive on Zillow, for example, even the for sale by owner. And I was doing it. So, and here's a little tip for everybody watching. What I did on Zillow was I went to the filters and then I hit the cheapest and I was just um, messing with different filters. So I was seeing the, the lowest priced homes throughout the nation. And I was seeing how many days they were on the market. So the ones that were pretty beat up and on the days for a long time, nobody wanted to buy them. So I was like, hey, you know, maybe they're just sick and tired of it, but they might just want to get rid of it at this point. So I was doing that and I wasn't getting many in California. It was a multiple state that popped up with that filter. So those are the ones that I was targeting because they're cheaper price. And if they're on the market long enough, they might be at the point where, you know what, you know, it's not on here for a week or two weeks. Like it's been here forever. Nobody bought it. So they might take a lower offer. That's what uh, my mindset was. So that's how I found it in Colorado. Gotcha, man. So you, so, so, so you jump into this knowing that you're not going to do it in your market. You're just going to go do it virtual. Right. Gotcha, man. So now, how, so now, cause, cause a lot of people that are starting out on this, you know, you know, to close the deal locally is one thing, but to do it virtually is another thing. Mm -hmm. So my, my next question to you is what got you to be able to, to do this deal virtually, man? So I seen a lot of other guys doing it on YouTube and I was like, Hey, if they could do it, I could do it too. And I was just hungry for a deal. It didn't matter where it was. You know, I was like, Hey, if I, can find a deal somewhere somebody was motivated to sell. I'm just going to figure out the law, see if I could, you know, make it work and, and just, just get it done. Yeah, it, it, it didn't matter. I just want to do whatever it took to get it done. Gotcha, man. So you got Jalen White's course? Yeah, yeah, that guy's a stud. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also got the King Kong script? Yes, sir. Hey, now, dude, bro, now my next question for you is, and just be honest, uh, does, it, does the script helps you does it help i mean does the script help you close the deal virtually or do you already know how to close the deal uh, virtually oh no without the script i mean i i tried it without the script for a little bit i was just like hey let me just wing it and i was getting some conversations going but when i followed the script i was able to negotiate ask the right questions and 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 just, just make it work so the, the script definitely helped Kong, for sure i appreciate it man hey awesome awesome man and uh, the thing is uh, you guys got to understand, man, to lock you up on the contract virtually, you got to know, you got to know the right thing to say, because if you don't know the conversation and how to position yourself, you cannot, you cannot lock deal uh, under contract virtually. And that's why, that's why I asked uh, Lalo to see if he already has an ideas of how to do it virtually or not. Um, and for those of you who, who are in sales, if you're in sales, man, I'm telling you, if you're in sales and you know, if you can, if you know, if you can use the King Kong seller script, dude, it's, it's going to take you to like a whole nother level. So now, so the ARV, so now you're in Colorado. How do you know that, how, how do you know the ARV was going to be a hundred, Lalo? <laughs> That's a good question too. So I was on Zillow and then I, everything goes back to Zillow. I was hitting the sold uh, filter and then I just zoomed out and I was trying to get an average of what home sold for in that area. So that, that's one, that's how I got an idea. The second I called realtors there and I said, Hey, you know, this home, it's, you know, square, X amount of square footage. 
um, yada, yada, yada. And they said, okay, it'd run about, you know, 100 to 110 max if it, you know, if it was really fixed up. So that's how I got the number of 100. Just to be on the conservative side, I, I, I put it at 100. So just, just making phone calls and doing my research because obviously I, I don't know the market out there. Um, so that's, that's how I got that. Gotcha. Okay. So now my next question for you is that how many calls, how many calls did you made? Were you, and are you, were you specifically just targeting Colorado or you just go on Craigslist, do your search and just hit them all? Yeah. So on Zillow, I just hit the filter of, you know, whatever I was filtering and I just hit everybody and anybody that I was going one by one by one. And I was like, somebody has got to be motivated to sell at, at a discounted price. Damn, bro. Okay. So now how many calls did you do until uh, you got to this call? So this one, I mean, I wish I would have tracked them down, but it was quite a bit. It was maybe a little over 50 calls, close, closer to 100 probably before I got this one. There was a few others that were interested, but um, I didn't really understand the market too much. Luckily, I had a buddy that was doing deals in, in Pueblo, Colorado. He's an investor out there. So I asked him, hey, you know, if I were to structure this deal, like would this work for you know, wholesale, all that good stuff. So he gave me some insight. There was other ones in, in different markets that they could have been deals. Um, I just haven't followed up with them because I haven't looked into it too much yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, um, okay. So 50 to 100 call, dude, 50 to 100 calls. And to get one deal, bro, that is, that's not bad at all for starting out because I think maybe having the sales experience or the salesmanship skills that, that you already built through, um, you know, working for the solar company, like uh, to me, that does come into play, man. Because for most people that don't have the sales experience, dude, it's going to take more call than that. Um, so now my next question for you is how, so you were just hitting every single one of them. Now, how do you know to offer on this seller? How do you know to offer 25,000? Yeah. So with this one, like I said, um, when I was calling, I was just trying to get as much information as I could. And I was just trying to get a price out of her. So I knew she had it listed at 55,000. And I, like I said, I was just following the script, waiting for her to give me a number. And she gave me a number, she said 55,000. I was like, okay, perfect. You know, that sounds great, but let's uh, dive deeper. Can you tell me a little bit more about the property? So she started telling me all the things that it needed. And then with that, I used it as leverage. I was like, oh, okay. At this point, I was excited about the 55,000. But now that you told me all these things, I think we have to be a little bit lower. What's the best you can do if I bring you cash and I can close quickly? So we started negotiating back and forth. And I, I got her bottom dollar. After that, I was like, okay, let me talk to my partner and see if he's okay. Because he's the one that makes the final decision. And if he's okay with it, we'll go ahead and, and run it. And I was like, let me call you back either in the next 30 minutes or tomorrow the latest. So now that I had that number and I knew where she could be, it still wasn't the 25, but at least I knew, okay, now she's here. Let me run the comps. Let me see what number we need to be at to make this a deal. So once I got the first number out of her, that's when I went and did my research to see if, if I can make it work. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> and, and the thing is, I asked all this question, you guys, it's very, very important. Very, very important for those of you guys to save time, to, to save time, to know how um, to see the motivation in the seller. So she, so she had on the market for 55K, right? This is for sale by owner. You guys got to understand for sale by owner, everybody sees it. Everybody will probably have talked to her, yada, 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 right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people anyway. So she was asking for 55. And how long was it been on the market for, dude? This one for like four months, roughly. So it's on the market for four months mm -hmm. and uh, she still hasn't sold it. So when you initially, your first phone call to her, how much do you got her to come down from 55? From 55, I think the lowest she went to 40, 45. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was between the 40 to 45. Okay. So uh, let's just say 40K. So when, when you on the first phone call, 
she dropped the price and that's where you get excited a little bit more because you, you see that, Hey, there's motivation. Yeah. Gotcha. So you see there's motivation. So you went back and, and go ahead and did your research, call back the second phone call and mm -hmm. lock it up on a contract at 25. Yep. Yep. So uh, that's, that's when I knew I was like, man, 40, I, I see some motivation, but it's not going to work at 40 and I needed to be at 25. So we're going back and forth, back and forth. And then we, we finally just locked it up at, at 25. And, and she said, as long as we close within 30 days, then she'll let it go for the 25. I see. Okay. So the first phone call, she went down, she went down to 40 K. And at that time, what you do is you check, you acknowledge that there is motivation in there. Now, uh, not, not just the reason why they're selling, but there's motivation in price. Right. So at this time, Lola, now you go back and you do the research or did you do actually did the research on the property before you actually call the, uh, the seller? So this, this was after I called. So I'll try to do a little bit before if I can, while it's ringing, I just I'll hit the filter sold and see what's in the area. But if they answer and I don't get a chance to look at all, look it all over, then I'm just talking, getting more information about the property. And I did all my research after, after the first call. Fantastic. And and you guys, once again, the reason I ask all this question is important because those of you, what you do is you go on Craigslist or for sale by owner, whatever it is, and you, you spent the time doing all the research on the property before you call the seller because you, so you know what you can offer. To me, that's a waste of time. To me, mm -hmm. you're going to waste so much time doing that because, you know, because when you spend all the time doing the research, figuring out the ARV, yada, 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 and then you, t you call and you talk to the seller, seller's not even motivated uh, to drop price. And seller's mm -hmm. not even motivated uh, to move on price, and you spend all that time. What you need to do is you just need to pound the phone, all right, pound the phone, and if there is a sense of motivation in the numbers, in the price drop, then there you go. I don't care if they drop 5,000, 7,000, whatever it is, as long as they're willing to move in price, to me, there is a sense of price drop motivation. And just like Lola, Lola hits, you know, the, uh, he, like he hits the people that's been on the market for a long time because obviously been on the market for a long time. They can't sell the deal. Obviously there's this motivation there, but once you talk to them, you get the number. Once the number drops, here's what I want you to do. Then go do your research, go do your research. All right. Go do your research and then call back and make the offer. So the next thing I'm, I'm going to ask you is, uh, Lola, when you, when you did the research on the property using Zillow, right? Using Zillow? Zillow, yep. Okay. And, and what did, after you did the research, what did you come up with as far as ARV before you called the realtor? So roughly about 95 to 100 is, is, is what I see. Okay, gotcha. But then you want to confirm, so you call some realtor in the area. Mm-hmm. How many, how many realtor did you call? A lot. <laughs> I called a lot of them, uh, to get the ARV, not many, just one or two, but to find a cash buyer a lot. I, I tried calling every single one. Good man. Okay. So you call one. Okay. You, so you call about two realtors just to confirm, right? The ARV. Yep. Gotcha. Call back the dude. That is negotiating man from 40 K down to 25 K dude, especially for sale by owner. Good for you, bro. So now what's the rehab? About 40 grand, 40 grand in repairs. So 40 grand. Okay. So 40 K in rehab. And what was the situation with the seller? Yeah. So it was tough. That's why I seen the motivation. So her husband committed suicide in the house and uh, yeah. And she, she was living in there at, at the time, uh, but she was just ready to get out. So she was just going to be living with her sister. But yeah, it was just, 
she just didn't want to be in the property anymore after after that whole situation went down. So obviously there was, you know, motivation there. Um, but yeah, that was her situation. That's why she wanted to get rid of it. Gotcha. Okay. So basically uh, the property's owner occupy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you try everything you call a bunch of realtors and then where you found your buyer was calling the title company. <laughs> yeah, the title company. And uh, I called a few and I, I told them, hey, if you could bring me a buyer, you know, I'll, not only will they, you know, work directly with you through your service, but also give you a finder's fee of $500. So he said, okay. And he said, if, if I call you back, it says I have good news. If I don't call you back, it's because I don't have any news. So I was like, okay, perfect. That works. And I just kept calling more people, not waiting on this guy. Oh, dude. I, I, dude, I love it, man. But dude, I got to say, man, that's hustle. That is when it comes down to like, Wait, 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 like that's when it comes down, like you really sit down and think like, what else can I do? And you start brainstorming and you just start calling everybody because you start running out of things, right? You yeah. You start running out of things. You'd be like, I try this, I try this, I try this, I try this. Nothing works. You're, dude, you're just like a freaking madness Einstein. Like I try this, I try this, I try this. And then you hit the title company up, bro. <laughs> dude, I know that, I know that after this interview, a lot of people, I'm going to call the title company and uh, hit the title company up. But, you know, I'm very surprised, dude. I, I'm very surprised that the title company uh, people, like that guy that's willing to work with you um, on that as well, bro. Because a, a lot of them say, hey, I don't know. That crosses the line. There's rules there. I don't want to blah, 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 blah. But, dude, good for you, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, luckily it was a small title company. So it was the owner. It went directly to the owner's line. And, and, and so when I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, I man, I speak with the owner. And he's like, yeah, I'm the owner. This is Bob. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect, Bob. So I told him my situation and he was super cool about it. Yeah. So, and then, and, and Fresno, now that we've been doing more deals, that's my son back. Cool, man. Yeah, but now that we've been doing more deals, we've actually been walking into title companies, trying to get a hold of, of the agents that handle all the, um, like with the cash buyers and assignments. That way, um, we're just networking, going to take them out to lunch to get the buyers list. And we've already got a few um, since we've been doing that. Hey, buddy. What up, bro? Say hi. hi. Uh, <laughs> so what's Lalito. his name, dude? Lalito. Lalito. <laughs> How old is he? He's four. He just turned four in April. <laughs> four. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, so, okay. So, you, you, okay. so, now what you're doing, Lalo, are you, are you now just targeting uh, Colorado or you do go, no. going everywhere? No, I'm in, I'm in my local market now. <laughs> so, I, I, I learned to just focus here. Um, we're still going to do some for sale by owner, what I did. That was just the first one. Uh, but now we're doing a lot of cold calls tax with tax default, pre-foreclosures, probate, stuff like that, driving for dollars, uh, but all in our local market now. Gotcha. Okay. So now I want to talk about the next thing is I want to talk about uh, the cash buyer. Did the cash buyer have to go out to see the property or is he, or did he tell, or the title company call back and say, Hey, my guy, look at the property. He can't pay you 25. He can pay you this X amount. You guys agreed on the 28. Mm -hmm. So did the buyer go out and see the property? Not yet, right? So yeah, when he called him, I, I gave the title company the address since I already had it under contract and he, he sent his buyer to the property. So yeah, they, they went to go look at it. Uh, they walked around and the seller was okay with that too. I said, hey, some of my partners might be going out there. I'm in California. Mm. Um, you know, They're going to be out there looking at it. And she, she was cool with it too. So they didn't advise me what day they were going, but I guess immediately when he told them, um, the end buyer went and took a look at the property. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. So you, so you, so you gave all the information to that title company guy 
Mm-hmm. He sent it out to his buyer. His buyer said his buyer went out there without without calling you first. His buyer just went and yeah. did a drive by. Yeah. So so now his buyer did a drive by, or did his buyer gets to go inside the property? No, he didn't go inside the property. Just okay. just a drive by. Okay, so he did a drive by and came back and made you an offer of X amount, or you guys agreed on the twenty eight k. At that mm-hmm. time, did the buyer need to go back inside again, or was he ready to go? No, he was ready to go. So he offered me 25 and that was my contract price. So I, I, I called up, I didn't talk to the buyer at this point. I talked to the title um, owner and I said, Hey, you know, I need the bare minimum. I need to be at 28 in order to make this work. He's like, okay, I'll call you back. And he got confirmation from the end buyer. And once he agreed to 28, he gave me the number of the end buyer. And then we talked on the phone, just like not even five minutes. And I was like, yep, that works. I'll go ahead and send you the contract. And he's like, perfect. Just send it over. I'll sign it. I'm in vacation. I'll be back in a, in a couple of days and, and we'll get it done. Awesome, bro. Awesome, dude. Now, my next question to you is, which contract did you use, dude? Yeah, your contract. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, 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 the Jalen White, uh, d- uh, did he have his, uh, did he have his uh, contract in there? Yeah, he did. But at, at the time, um, I wasn't going through the course. I, I was just reading through your script. And I was like, man, he already has the contract stuff in here. So let me just use this one. I just switched up the stage, just put the CO for Colorado and, and all, all that stuff in there. Yep. Good job, bro. Good job, dude. Um, uh, let me see if I have any questions. Um, and so 30 days, and what's the earnest money with the seller? $10. Those of you who said I don't have $10, shit, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Shit. Get out of here, man. So, ten, so $10, for, $10 for earnest money. Um, you found the buyer. And how long do you, you lock it up for under contract for 30 days? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how long did it take you to find the buyers? Um, it, it was pretty quick. I'd say within, within a week, less than a week. Nice, man. Okay. So a week, you found the buyer, and how quick was the closing? Um, the next week, so another seven days. But I, and I asked for a $1,000 non-refundable um, deposit, and, and he did that as well. Gotcha. Okay. 1K. So you, okay. So you asked for it or did you tell, or did, or is that what the buyer tell you? No, that's what I told the buyer to, uh, in order, you know, for me to send over the contract, I signed it to him, you know, it's going to be X amount, you know, with a thousand dollar non-refundable. And he said, okay. So he signed it and then uh, went directly to the title company. My problem was I had no clue what I was doing. So with the title company, I didn't know I was supposed to open up escrow and, and see, you know, the exact payoff, things like that. So I, I, I was all over the place. Now I've learned a lot more, but yeah, so I just assigned it and then they took care of it all by themselves. So I never talked to the title company, nothing like that until the day of closing, he called me and said, hey, you know, what's the address? I can send the check and then that's it. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Lalo, here is a tip for you. When it comes to non-refundable with the buyers, if it happens, you know, uh, just for the future, don't be the one that asks and give the amount just ask the buyer. So let's just say I, I am the wholesaler, you're the buyer. And you said, hey, Kong, uh, we're pretty much ready uh, to move forward on the deal, man. I mean, uh, how much are you going to ask me? Uh, how much of a deposit uh, do I want? This is what I'm going to ask you, dude. I said, well, how much can you put down? Mm, I like that. Because the, the reason why, dude, like for us, dude, we get like, we get like the minimum 5K non-refundable. And, and the reason why is because you want them to have, you want the buyer to have a lot of skin in the game. And, and there are time, dude, there, there are time where there are time where in my head, I say, you know what, 
like in my head, we're like, yeah, you know, the minimum is 5K. But I, since I asked the buyer that, this buyer said, come, we'll put down 20K non-refundable. We put down 15K non-refundable. We put down 10K non-refundable. You guys want to make sure that you have, the buyer needs to have a lot of skin in the game. Whether or not it's more than your assignment fee or not, let's just say your assignment fee is like uh, 2,000 bucks and your buyer willing to put down a 5K non-refundable, good, good. So which means if they back out, you get the whole 5K. Now you get more than your assignment fee. But, 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 but if your assignment fee is only 2K, they move forward to closing, 2Ks, you know, the 2K go to you and then the rest goes toward the uh, purchase price. But you always want to ask the buyer, don't assume and don't tell them. I don't care if you negotiate with your wife, your parents, your kid from now on, uh, Lalo, you always ask them what they want, even your employees. Even your employees, when it comes to bonus, you know, when it comes to bonus or commission, ask them. Because you, because you, you, you want to ask them, right? So, it, so if I do a deal with you, bro, I would say, Lalo, so you brought me a buyer, man. So what would you want to so how? So, so what do you think is fair uh, for you on this deal? Right? Okay, perfect, yeah. Because I don't mention the word JV, dude. I don't mention the word JV. And, and the reason why you guys don't see a lot of wholesaler, like people that teaches you how to negotiate with buyers, like that's why when I put out my content, I, 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 I was so afraid and you know, and, and, and it's all in my head. I was really afraid because I was afraid that, you know, the people that I deal with locally, it's gonna know, you know, it's, it's gonna know how I think and how I operate. And, and that's what I do, dude. Whether you're dealing with realtor that brings you buyer, whether you deal with all the co-wholesale, I don't care who it is, you ask them. So, so if, if, if you're a realtor, dude, and if you're gonna bring me a buyer, I would say the same thing. So Lalo, what makes sense for you, man? I mean, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, I want us to work together for long-term. I want this to be a long-term relationship. So what do you think is fair uh, for you? Dude, you will be so surprised, man. I have realtor that said, Kong, I don't need anything from you, dude. The, the, what I need from you is to get this deal done for my buyer. But, but because if you go ahead and say, Hey, you get all excited, the real brought you by, you get all excited, you'll be like, hey, you know what? Um, you know, you bring us a buyer, I'll give you a thousand on this. I'll give you two thousand on this. Right? But but what I'm saying to you is that you need to learn how to negotiate and position yourself. Let's just say that, let's just say that on this deal, I'm gonna make 10K. Mm -hmm. I talked to Lalo and Lalo said, Hey Kong, dude, I'll be happy, man, if, if you just give me one K assignment fee. I'll get I'll say, Great, man, cool, I'll do that. And then toward the end, once it closed. I'll give Lalo 1K, and then what if I gave him another extra 500 bucks or 1,000 bucks? Dude, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this guy said, dang, man, shit. I asked for 1,000 from this guy, and now he gave me an extra 500 bucks or 1,000 bucks. What, so what that does is that it positioned you now with this guy. It's like, hey, dude, Kong is different, man. You know what I mean? Or, 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 or Lalo gave me extra money i'll be like damn this guy's different i want to do business with this guy right? right i asked for x amount he went above and beyond he gave me an extra bonus you know what i mean so it positioned yourself dude i've done that with realtors i've done that with other dude like they bring me deals because of what i did because in the deal they asked me for x amount of dollars once we close i always gave them more money like if they asked for lower than what i had in my mind then i always give them for i always give them more money because now it, 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 it tells it now in their head, it's like, dude, this guy operates different. 
he, he gave me more than what I want. You know what I mean? Like you become this like extraordinary uh, kind of thing. So man, well, from now on, man, you negotiate with your wife, your kids, your parent, you, dude, just ask them. They asked you, you ask them back. I, I, I do it all. Like they asked you, you ask them back. And the biggest thing is obviously, you know, you want to make sure they're happy and you want to make sure that you, you want to make sure that especially you guys, this is, this is the real world, right? This is the real world. You want to make sure when you deal with people, you need to know who you're dealing with. Are they greedy? Are they fair? Like, like what type of people are you dealing with? Like, mm -hmm. so I hope that makes sense to you guys. You know what I mean? Especially getting into business, getting to be, um, you know, partners and things that you want to work with for a long time. It's good to know who they are. Is this guy greedy? Is he fair? It's like, what is he? I mean, I, listen, I've talked to people, people, I've talked to people, man, where they'd be like, dude, um, 60, 40. I bring the buyers. I do the, I, I bring the buyer to you. I want 60%. You get 40%. Dude, believe it or not, I have people that say that, right? And, and really it all comes down to if the number works for you or not, if the number works for you and if you're okay with that. And also too is, um, you know, to me, whatever is agreed upon, dude, it's like whatever is agreed upon. I have, I have done a wholesale deal where I made less than the guy that brought in the buyer, right? Because I charge X amount. He said, Colin, that's cool. And then he tack on top of his fee for way more because he, he has a buyer that's willing to pay way more for it. I don't care. Right. So, so, so my whole thing is, it's, it's always, dude, this is the real world. You got to know how to negotiate, position yourself. Um, so it's fair for both parties. You're not the one who's giving them the price. You're the one who asks them, what do they think is fair and what do they want? I like that. So um, let me see here, man. Uh, what else? What else? What else, dude? Like, uh, Lolo, like up, up until now, man, up until now, I have not done, I have not done any deal that I JV. Like there's no deal that I split 50-50, none. Because I always ask them, I always ask them, I always ask them, what do they think is fair and what do they want? And when they give you a number that's higher than, than, than what you're willing to pay, then you'll be like, you know what? Um, I'll have to talk to my partner on that. Um, but that's probably a little bit high. This is where we need to be. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's, so to me, it's always about positioning, your, positioning yourself, man. Um, uh, let me see here, dude. Um, I think you gave me pretty much, okay. The only thing I need to know about is uh, this property. How many bedroom and bathroom, dude? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think it was a 4-2. Four two, and four two, and then a square footage. A little over two thousand, I, I believe. Okay. And what does it need? A lot. <laughs> it needed a lot of repairs. I don't have the notes in front of me right now, but everything like um, the whole interior is pretty much be gutted, like carpet. Um, some of the walls were beat up. Just uh, fresh paint, kitchen, um, and then. There was some foundation work in the back, but I guess it wasn't too bad after all. Just the, the lady thought it was, but when the buyer went out to see it, he was okay. So with with the with the total rehab information that I gave him, but pretty much everything, just from paint. Luckily, it didn't need a roof. Um, a lot of minor things, but they they added up. So, gotcha, man, gotcha. So, uh, and the reason you guys I asked this is for those of you who's like, hey, Kong, I'm starting out. I don't have any construction background, so I don't know the repair costs. How can I estimate? And that's why I ask these questions. You guys got to take notes. This is a four-bedroom, two-bath, 2,000 square feet, so it probably needs an updated kitchen. So is the buyer, buyer going to do a granite countertop? I didn't ask him. I'm not sure, but probably. That's a lot okay. of – Gotcha. So it, it, kitchen needs to be updated. 
Bathroom needs to be update. Needs new paint, probably windows, right? Flooring. Yep. So I, I don't know about electrical and plumbing. Does does it need electrical and plumbing? No, electrical and plumbing was good. Gotcha. That's see, because if it needs electrical and plumbing on a two thousand square feet, four bedroom, two bath, it gotta be in close to probably to me, probably close to the fifty five to sixty K for a nice, you know, for, for, for a nice rehab. And that's why I asked. So this one here is just needs kitchen, bathroom updated, interior, exterior paint, new windows, um, new flooring. Um, so it comes out to roughly about 40 G's. 40 G's, yep. Got it. Done, man. Um, so Lalo, I mean, to wrap it up, man, ha um, w what are some last word things that you want to say to those that, you know, that are just starting out and just trying to get their first deal done, bro? Yeah, so man, there, there's a lot of things. First of all, follow Kong, watch all his YouTube videos. If you get a script, get a script. 100%, it, it'll, it'll change the game for you. That's, that's the first thing. If you haven't done it, go do it. And if you've already got it, don't be like me and wait eight to nine months to actually apply it, right? So if you've already got the script, make it happen. Or if you're already looking into it, make it happen. Because um, if I could go back, I'd just take immediate action right away instead of just dabbling with it for a day and then backing out another day. So the biggest thing is just take action and believe that it works, right? Because there's a lot of other people doing it. And it was hard for me to believe that it was real until I actually did it. I'm like, man, this, this is cake. It's, it's, it's real. It's legit. And, uh, you know, you're dealing with real people. So as long as you're genuine with them and you understand their situation, you'll get it done. Awesome, man. So uh, anything else you want to say, dude? Anything else you want to say, man? Oh, man, hopefully I get to meet you one day, bro. Let's, let's meet up at an event or something. That'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Hey, I am, I am going to Las Vegas, bro. I'm, I'm go, going to Las Vegas. For those of you who, know, who, who don't know, I'm going to give Tony, a.k.a. The Closer, the closer a shout-out. He's, he's going to host an event in Las Vegas, bro. It's only, what, two hours away from you, dude? Yeah, it's not too bad. So uh, I think the ticket's only starting like 197 cheap, 200 bucks. Um, uh, I think it's, uh, what is it? A hundred K club 2019 or something like that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure the website, but I'll put the web, I'm going to grab the website from him. I'll put it in the link in the description for those of you. Um, it's going to be at the MGM bro. It's going to be at the MGM. And I think he's, he's looking to bring like, um, six, trying to get like 6,000 people to come, bro. Yeah. So it's going to be in a big building. So dude, uh, I'm going to go there. So it's, for, it's uh, November 8th and 9th. And uh, November 8th and 9th. And, and the thing is, you guys, I have a lot of people, dude. Like, once you start to grow, like, I have a lot of people that hit me up and say, hey, Kong, want to go speak at the event? I don't go speak at any event, bro. So uh, I look forward uh, to seeing you there, man. And um, sure. before, um, so Lalo, how do people connect with you, dude? Um, Instagram is probably going to be the best way. It's official.lalo. That's my Instagram name. You got it. And then I'll make sure I'll put uh, also that in the descri uh, description as well. And uh, one last thing that I want to say to those of you who purchase any products, who purchase any products, man, doesn't matter from me, from somebody else, dude, what is not working? It's you. It's you that is not working, man. Listen, you only need to know, like, I get so many people about, oh, uh, success rate. So, Kong, what is your success rate on your, on your package? right? Whether it's the step-by-step, -step, the long supermarketing blueprint, or my King Kong seller script. Like what, what is the success rate? Dude, don't base on the success rate. You just need to know that one person, one person that made it, then all it is, is up to you. Because if they can do it, why can't you? And if you can't make it happen, and, 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 and if, if you can't make it happen, dude, it's not because it's not working. It's you that not working, man.
So for the people that complains about it, dude, even if I give you gold, even if I give you gold, dude, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, even if I give you the secrets, you wouldn't even know what to do with it, dude. Because my business, bro, bro, my business blew up and scaled up to, the, to where it is today is because once I know how to talk to sellers. Before that, I was going out to meet every seller uh, in person because I didn't know how to lock it up on a contract or the phone. I just don't know how, right? I, like, I just don't know how. And then when I was exposed, I start getting information. Once I locked the first one up, bro, that was it. Then I say, now how can I hire an employee, right? If I want to scale my business, how do I hire my employee? And the thing is, you guys got to understand, man, talking to seller on the phone is crucial. You know, it's like a first time impression. If you get on the phone for the first time, even if the seller's motivated to sell, if they're extremely motivated, it doesn't matter what you say, kind of. Like if you give them a good number, they're ready to go. But I'm telling you, in today's market, if you're looking for the extremely motivated, Dude, it's going to be hard for you to really get consistent deals, uh, consistent deal flow, man. It's because, you know, there are sellers out there that are not extremely motivated, but they are, they're reasonable, which means they understand as an investor, you got to make money, yada, yada, yada. So you need to know how to talk, negotiate with them to, to, to get a lock up on a contract. If you want to do it virtually, dude, check out my King Kong seller script, dude. Honestly, it'll take your game to a whole nother level, like Planet Pluto, all right? And the link... The link, is in, the link is in the description. So you get all the contract that's included. There's two parts to the script, whether you cold call, door knock, meet, sell in the streets. And, and, and the thing about the script is, dude, the thing about the script is not to make you sound like a robot. So, what, so what's going to happen is that in there, I share with you exactly how we train our VA, right? These are all the questions. These are, these are exactly how my VA talks on the phone. And it's exactly how I talk on the phone. But it's not like one A, B, C, D. Like you don't go like, you know what I mean? Because every single seller you talk to different, the, the, the key thing is you got to memorize the script. So that way, when the, the seller throw you any kind of curveball, whatever, any question they ask, you'll be able to answer it like a natural, right? You'll be able to answer, negotiate like it's natural. Um, so anyways, you guys, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. For those of you who's interested in King Kong, the seller script package, the link is in the description. It's $4.95. Remember, it's only for those of you who's ready and who's committed, man. That who's know that, hey, you know what? It worked on one person and, I, and uh, I'm going to make it happen uh, with me as well. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot W-T-M. And uh, those of you who want to uh, meet up, man, I look forward to see each and every single one of you guys in Las Vegas. Hey, uh, do you gamble, bro? Uh, no, but if you're going to gamble, I'm all in. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, no, man. Dude, I used to play – dude, I – so um, – sorry, this so, – so this is a little bit off topic, but, bro, like, I don't – like, I don't go to a casino and gamble, but before, before when I date my wife, dude, we're Asian. We have this, like, gambling blood. You know what I mean? Like, like the Vietnamese, you guys, the Vietnamese, dude, they are gambler, man. We have this little gamble in our blood, dude. When, when I was, when I was five years old, so six years old already, dude, I was already gambling, bro. I was sitting down there gambling already. Yeah, dude. It's in the blood, bro. It's in the blood. But, um, uh, before I met the wife from like, uh, you know, we always have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, dude, we would open up a, um, we'd open up a poker night, open up a poker night at our house. But after, after I date the wife, the wife is like anti-gamble, right? Anti-gamble. So uh, not with her around, dude. Oh, man. Is she going to be in Vegas? Um, I'm not exactly sure, man. I'm not exactly sure. Last time we did a uh, – last time we were at the We Life 19, uh, she didn't come with me because uh, she had to stay at the uh, Mastermind. Cool. Um, but, 
Anyways, bro, hey, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you so much for taking your precious time to jump on to do this with me, dude. I wish you much, much more success. And uh, if there's anything I can help, uh, let me know. Thanks, Con. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time, man. Let's tear it up, man. Yep. Ciao, bro.